0: Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I am the Mushroom Man. Today, I wanna to talk to you about the seven top types, well, the top seven types of oyster mushrooms and the three poisonous look-alikes. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, How do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous lookalike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. All right, so, you know, oyster mushrooms are literally um, one of the most popular mushrooms and um, and it's one of the most um, common cultivated mushrooms as well. Now, the most popular one, though, tends to be the pearl mushroom, right? It's the white one. That's the one we see in the grocery stores. It's, so, normally, you'll see the white oyster mushroom. That's just the most common one. Um However, you know, I look on Amazon and you look all these places and there's a lot of different colors of oyster mushrooms, man. You see like pink, yellow, gray, blue. And it's like, my goodness, it's like a Mario world out there with these oyster mushrooms. So it's like, which one is the best one to eat? Which one's got the best health benefits? Which one tastes the best? What's the different textures? I mean, man, it's like going to a seafood um marina and trying to pick the right type of seafood right it's like how do you know which one there's no like menu and tells you the different items on it and then you know what about poisonous looks like are any of them poisonous can i eat them which ones can't i eat i mean some of them look pretty crazy and so it's like well you know i want to feel safe i want to know what i'm eating is right i want to get the right one and i i don't know you know, it's confusing out there. So I decided to go ahead and try and see, well, let's see if we can figure out something about these mushrooms, learn more about them and figure out what the best ones are to eat and where they're located and stuff like that. So I went on and I did some research and, you know, I think ideally the best way to do the research would probably be to order Probably they're hard. You know, these mushrooms are hard to find. They're, they're not, some of them aren't even located in my country, you know, where I'm at in North America. So it's really hard to just, to get them. Now you can't cultivate most of them. Um, as long as you get the right, you know, grow kits and, you know, climate and stuff like that, you can grow your own. Um, so maybe that's something in the future. It's definitely a, um, would be more time consuming, but I went ahead, did some research online just to see what other people that have had these mushrooms before, what they would say about them and stuff like that and see what I could find out. Right. So what I ended up finding was there's actually two hundred and two species of the Pleurotus pleurotis clade, which is um, the oyster mushroom clade. And Normally this mushroom is called the oyster or the tree mushroom and probably because it grows on trees. That's where you're going to find it. Um, like we said, it is the most cultivated mushroom there is. So it's definitely one of the most popular ones. Um, it's actually one of the most easy ones to identify and it does, uh, it likes to grow on dead or dying trees. So you won't find it like on a tree that's definitely green and blooming. and You're going to find out one that's got dead limbs and on its way out or completely dead or even fallen. And they typically like to be on, Now I'm saying them like pretty much all of them are very similar in this sense. You'll typically find them growing on alder, beech, birch, elm, maple, oak, or poplar, poplar trees mostly. And I mean, but really they're available you'll probably find them on almost any type of tree. I mean, that's that's a lot of trees right there that we just mentioned that's dang near all the main ones. And they're typically, you're going to find them available basically all year round, but they're specifically from June to December. But almost all year round, you're going to be able to go out there and see and find them when you're on about. And typically, as long as the temperatures and, and the conditions are right, I mean, we're looking anywhere from like 50 to 80 degrees, and 55 to 70% humidity. As long as these conditions, that's the most important thing, specific from what time of year it is. But if those conditions are met, then you're typically gonna be able to find them growing then. And one identifying feature on most of them is they do not have much of a stock. It's just the cap and a little tiny nub sometimes you'll see on the on, sticking up from the tree. So when it comes to the different types of oyster mushrooms, it looks like we've got seven main types that I wanna talk about. Now, like I said, there's 202 species, but we're not gonna cover all those. Let's, let's cover the main ones that you'll see out there. So the most common one that you'll see is the pearl oyster, native to North America with a sweet woodsy taste and it's white in color. So pretty much every mushroom, oyster mushroom after this one, we compare to the pearl because it's what everyone thinks of when they think oyster mushroom. Okay, next up, we got the blue oyster. It's common through North America and it has a blue cap and it turns gray as it ages. So as it sprouts, you'll see it's blue. When it's really young, it's got a blue cap, but that'll turn like a grayish color as it matures, right? Um, a lot of them taste very similar to the pearl um, with the sweet woodsy taste. You know. I'm not gonna talk about um, the different taste unless it's specifically cited as having a different type of taste, right? The pink oyster, um, again, this one's pink in color on the cap and really known as the flamingo mushroom, which fits it pretty good because flamingos are pink. Um, But this one's actually got more of a woody and pungent taste, so it's a lot more stronger taste. So that one might be interesting to try out. The golden oyster, this one's got uh, yellow caps, and this one's native to Russia, China, and Japan, but it is found in North America as well, and grows in the same types of trees, and this one's said to have more of a sweet woodsy taste, so if you want a little sweeter, you might try the golden oyster. All right, the phoenix, very, very similar to the pearl. However, it just has a little bit more of a paler cap, and that's pretty much it, and then we've got the king oyster mushroom. The king oyster is um, also known as the king trumpet mushroom. And this one's native to Europe, Middle East, and North Africa and Asia. So this one, you won't really find it growing in North America, at least I couldn't find anyone that said they've seen one in North America. Not to say that it'll never be there, but it's not so far. But it does have a texture of an abalone that might be interesting to try. And it grows from the, wo- the roots of the hardwood tree. So it appears to be growing out of the soil. Now this one's very different from all the other oyster mushrooms. You know, all the other, other oyster mushrooms, they don't have a stalk, right? It's just a cap with gills. And one of the distinguishing characteristics is it has gills. On all of the whole underside of the mushroom is gills. There's no stalk coming up. However, the elm is different in that regard. And I don't even know why they consider it an oyster mushroom when it's so different from all other oyster mushrooms, but it has a huge stock. doesn't look anything like the other oyster mushrooms that kind of see all the other mush oyster mushrooms. They kind of grow in um, multiple out of one spot and kind of um, grow in this type of uh, pattern where they're all mixed together, right? Multiple, multiple. Well, the king oyster mushroom grows in a single single mushroom, almost like a regular button mushroom. You know, it just grows up one at a time. It's not growing in multiple at a time. And um, for the uh, the other oyster mushrooms, you'll find them on trees. this is about the only one you'll find growing out of the soil because it grows from the roots of the hardwood tree. So the mycelium goes down there and hits the roots of the hardwood tree. Um, this one, Typically, they say it's from August to December. Smells a little sweet. Or excuse me. Not, um, this one tastes like abalone. It grows from the roots. And um, it's one of the largest oyster mushrooms. It's Not sweet. That was a different mushroom. Um, so that's one thing I would like to note about the oysters is that when you look at them, um, and you, you can kind of compare them to a polypore like the reishi, or the turkey tail, if you will, and they're they're similar in the way that they, um, I can't think of the word, I've been sitting here trying to think of this word the whole time, the way they grow out of the tree, um, it's just, I can't, my mind's blank, but anyway, the way they grow off the tree, they look very similar to uh, poly, uh, polypore, except underside is gills, not little pinholes like a polypore, um, what the seventh and last one was the Elm oyster, which is not really an oyster mushroom, but I wanted to add it just because they call it an oyster, even though it's actually not part of the same clade as all the other ones. It's a different clade, but, um, this one actually grows out of the wounds of a hardwood tree. So if you've got a knot on that tree, it'll grow out of that. It won't actually grow like the other ones. And this one actually has a stock and the gills stop at the top of the stock. However, it's similar in appearance to the oyster, all the other oysters with the way that the gills kind of come down, except the biggest distinguishing characteristic is it has a stock and the other ones don't. Um, this one's safe to eat, but they do recommend uh, cooking this one because you might get a a gastric distress if you don't cook this one. The other oyster mushrooms, they claim that you can eat raw. However, there's also claims that some people say you should not eat any mushrooms raw because there's carcinogenics and then you shouldn't eat any mushroom raw. You should always cook every mushroom. Um, You can also, um, when it comes to medicinal benefits, if you want to do a hot water extract, that would simply just be like a soup or a tea when you just cook it in hot water. That's a hot water extract. It breaks down the cell walls and actually makes it better digestible into your body. So if you ever really want the most benefit, in my opinion is you put it in a soup and boil it and that's the best way you could ever eat a mushroom to get max benefit. But people do like to saute them, them as well. Now, the three poisonous lookalikes I found was the jack-o'-lantern, the ivory funnel, and the ghost mushroom. The jack-o'-lantern, this one is more commonly mis, uh, mistaken for a chanterelle because it's the same orangey color as a chanterelle. It grows out of the soil of the hardwoods. So it looks like it's come out of the soil like a chanterelle does. However, it's not a chanterelle, but it's got gills on the underside. And if you look at the other side to me, it looks just like an oyster mushroom, which is different than a chanterelle. So technically it could be confused as an oyster, (laughs) but no oyster mushrooms are that orangey color and you cut it in half, it's orange on the inside. So as long as I I only put it there because the appearance physically looks structurally the same as an oyster. However, the color very different. Um, So, and there's no real smell to this one, but even though it's, poisonous it won't kill you you just get gastric distress and it's actually being um, looked into for cancer treatment now the ivory funnel grows in meadows and grassy areas <clears throat> so it's more of a white mushroom and it can it can look like an oyster mushroom however if you know oyster mushrooms they don't grow in grass meadows they grow on dead trees so <laughs> as long as you don't find an oyster in the middle of a grassy field you, it's you're, you're safe not to eat this one it's not deadly though But they do call it the sweating mushroom because the symptoms are heavy sweating now the ghost mushroom is my final one this one you don't have to worry about it unless you're in australia tasmania or in india they haven't really found it anywhere else now this one is just like any other oyster mushroom it grows on trees and dead or dying trees but this one's not deadly now this one's got white or cream colored gills but on the top it's got this um, cream color with like an orange brown purple or bluish black overlay on top of it and the, one of the biggest cool things about this mushroom is it actually glows green in the dark it's kind of crazy you can look at my um website go to my site and check out pictures of it but yeah it actually is green glows in the dark how about that and other than that I mean all these mushrooms they do have medicinal benefits So you can eat any of them and get a lot of the medicinal benefits from them. Um, They're immune boosters, anti-inflammatory benefits, cancer growth stopping, and cholesterol lowering benefits, pretty much all of these mushrooms. If you want to check out more on the health benefits, just head over to my site. Check out the article I've written at curativemushrooms.com. I've also got pictures of uh, all of these mushrooms as well as more details if you'd like to check that out. And that's pretty much all I have for you. So we've covered, now you understand the seven main types of oyster mushrooms that you can come in contact with, that you can eat. You understand the differences of these mushrooms. Now you can go out there and kind of pick and choose which ones you want to see. And if you ever see one in the forest, since how they're, they're almost available all year round, now you can go out and check them out and, and um, try them, take them home, cook them, and see how you like them yourself. And you can do it with confidence. Thanks for listening. And as always, be sure to subscribe so you do not miss out on any future podcasts because we've got a lot of great stuff coming your way. All righty. Well, take care and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA approved research. Curative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions, or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.